Yeah, Ryan Hartley here from Voice Betting yesterday. Um, the thing I'd love to share with you this week is the heart framework. In February, I did about half an hour every day for a whole week, taking our community through the Always Better Yesterday Heart Framework. I'd love to share that content with you. It was pre-recorded back in February. Uh, they were all recorded on on live Instagram and Facebook streams. And I really want to make sure that you are able to connect with the Heart Framework, know exactly what it is, what it isn't, and uh, more importantly, how to engage with it, how to use it so that you can continue to connect with and journey in your own heart-centered leadership. So here we go, day one, and we'll be focusing on heart set. Enjoy, my friends. There we go. We are always better than yesterday. Good to see you guys. Hope that you're well. Let me know you're here. Hopefully you can hear me loud and clear. Hope that you are well. I'm just going to sort this out so I can see properly. Got it. There we go. Going to push live there too. Always better than yesterday community. Hope that we are well. Oh, Ryan Hartley here. I am going to go live every single day this week. I'm here uh, within the community and I'm here on Instagram too. So thank you for joining. If you are here on Instagram, just drop a reaction, drop a blue love heart emoji. Let me know that you are catching up. Um, so yeah, we know that Valentine's Day is next week and <laughs> I don't know whether I'm uh, getting too old for this, but um I do not like the sense of pressure that the world is putting on one day for us to show love, one commercially driven day for us to show love. And you know, here at Always Better Than Yesterday, I got heart within the middle of my logo. Everything is about trying to create more heart-centered leadership, heart-centered teams, families, organizations, whatever that might be. And I think one of the greatest gifts that I can give you and, and the world um, that I've learned over the last year or two or, or, or even the last five years really with running always better than yesterday is trying to put words to something that so often will transcend the mind. Um, so what I'm really going to do not now here for, for the rest of this week is just try and share with you the, the heart framework that um, I use always better than yesterday. And, and quite simply, the world needs more heart. The world needs more heart in, in, in the way that we lead, in the way that others lead, maybe the way that governments lead, at the businesses that we are, are part of every single day. So it's not just a commercial thing, this, this heart-centered stuff, this one day of love. I'm going to share with you something every single day this week. So, you know, when I first started Always Better Than Yesterday, I was a mindset coach. I've always loved psychology from the age of you know, 15 when I started watching those uh, Wire in the Blood TV series of Dr. Tony Hill. I just loved this idea of why naughty people did naughty things and been fascinated with people and, and, and psychology. So that's why I went off to, to university to study psychology, because I wanted to know why people did what they did. Um, and as I've progressed through my career within the early, you know, the early days of the police and um, and then going on to become a coach and understanding 
why people do what they do through the the likes of Simon Sinek, I really started to get clear on this this idea that it was deeper than than just mindset. That when we talk about having a why that makes you cry, you know, the phrases like that are often said in the personal development world. So, what does that really mean? It means it's deeper than thought. It's feeling. Um, so one of my guests on the podcast earlier last year, Dr. Deborah Rosman, she's the CEO of the HeartMath uh, Incorporation. And um, she encapsulated this feeling perfectly in one sentence. And she said, intuitively, we don't say, I love you with all of my mind. And that's it. It's understanding that we don't intuitively say, I love you with all of my mind. So the way that we feel towards these things is something that transcends this little thing here. Um, I think for all that this is great in our ability to, let's understand what the mind's great at. It is great at thinking, planning, learning, making conscious thoughts and choices when we can direct our focus and our attention. Um, but we cannot think ourselves um into this state of love we cannot think our way into um creating this world of of love within and, and love around our outsider it's a feeling the same way that organizations they so spend so much time creating their values that they put up on walls but they're so often not lived because they are intellectually created and they don't become a representation of something that's deep intrinsically important to the group so i understand that the heart there's something deeper than simply the intellect and that for me is the heart and the heart framework is my method of trying to connect us with something deeper create a shared language around that um, and to be able to help us grow um, within some of these concepts. So throughout the rest of the week, I'll be sharing five concepts. Today, we'll be talking about heart set. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about heart work. On Wednesday, I'll be talking about heartbeat. On Thursday, I'll be sharing about like-hearted. And on Friday, I'll be talking about heart print. So before I give away anything that's coming up in the rest of the week, let's just focus on heart set. And I said at the very start, I was a mindset coach. I still do believe in the power of the mind. I think that the mind can achieve great things when we use our mind for what it's great at, which is being intentional, um, making rational decisions to be strategic to be disciplined, to get us doing things that sometimes we might not otherwise want to do. That is what the mind is great for. But the mind can lead us to this penguins of Madagascar moment when we've achieved great things. Um, we might have the job. We might have the position. We might have the salary. We might have the house, the mortgage, the kids, the, the, the relationship. But we look around and just not quite happy, fulfilled. And we end up with that, oh, this sucks moment that penguins in Madagascar, we look around because life does not represent on the outside what is important to us on the inside. We might be in jobs that don't let us allow, allow us to live a greater sense of purpose. We might be surrounding ourselves with people that don't reflect maybe our values. So we get to this point where we're stuck. So the mind can achieve great things, but unless it's tethered to something deeper and more meaningful, it can often lead us to creating lives on the outside 
that aren't fulfilling on the inside. So to avoid this, we have to tether to something much deeper. And that for me is our heart set. Our heart set is just simply who we are. It's our gifts, our skills, our talents. It's the things that we care about. It's our character. It's our purpose. It is from the inside out. And this idea that we have a heart set requires a couple of core ideas, which is that you as a human being, you have all that you need and you lack nothing. These are really difficult concepts to get from here to here. But when you do, you know you are connected with your heart set and that you know that you are the gift to the world and that you don't need to do more. You don't even need to have more in order to be more. You have the freedom to connect with what matters most, the things that you really care about, and allow yourself to be an expression of that to the world rather than being the definition of everything external to us. The things that we do, the things that we have, if not tethered to our heart set, become a definition of us and who we are, which is why we get trapped in our titles. It's why we get trapped in our uh, career bandings or, or whatever it is that we visually show to the world who we think we are, or who we think the world needs us to be. And why is this really needed in leadership? Why do we need leaders with a heart set? <laughs> because leadership is tough, my friends. Like if you're leading, um, and let's be really clear, always better than yesterday defines leadership as the act of putting our own needs to one side so that we can serve others. Without service, there is no leadership. It's not a position, it's not a rank, it's not a title. Leadership is a verb. And for me, it's the act of putting our needs to one side to serve others. <laughs> That's really difficult because here's what's going to happen. When you get into the realm of sacrifice, putting others before yourself, you're going to invoke this chimp response, this fight, flight, freeze response that, that happens, that we are built in. And what that means is that we go away from the intellectual part of the brain Everything here at the front of our brain is what makes us uh, rational, logical, analytical, strategic. We don't get access to that when we're under pressure, under severe stress and pressure. Because the way that the chemistry that goes, it just it shrinks. Shrinks the capillaries and everything at the front of the brain, meaning all the blood gets pushed through to the back of our brain, meaning we act primitively, we respond primitively and that's not leadership leadership is overcoming the chimp response and replacing it with a chosen response this is why we need to understand that we have all that we need and we lack nothing because in doing so we can overcome that fear response that fight flight freeze response and we can focus our time, our energy and our resources on serving other people. We've heard the phrase, we can't give what we've not got. Well, coming to the world from your heart set makes you realize, not intellectually, but here, spiritually, that we have all that we need. And that we can then give our time, our energy 
and our safety. Which is why great leaders who lead with a heart set understand that the purpose of self-love is to come to the world better for those who need us, not just in the good times, but in the tough times, especially in the tough times when it would be easier not to show up, when it would be easier to run and hide. The reason we don't get the leaders that we deserve is because they didn't sign up for this model of leadership. They signed up for a model of leadership that gave them the parking space closest to the building, <laughs> that gave them the power and the status and the prestige, not the responsibility to put their own needs to one side to serve others. So if we're able to do that for other people, we're going to more encourage others to do the same. This is the ripple effect of heart-centered leadership, is that when one leader says, I'm willing to sacrifice for the benefit of the team, I'm going to serve the we rather than you serve me. The ripple effect is that everyone feels safe enough to do that too, to focus on the we rather than the me. So I want you to take your time. Take some time to really consider what your heart set is. This isn't about go and find it. This is about taking the time to connect with it. It is there. It exists. There are things that are incredibly important for you. And consider this, maybe there are some things that really annoy you and I invite you to consider what they might be because they might reveal to you what you value because so often the things that annoy us are a breach of those values. Just saying, Boris. So take some time to consider what's important to you. Think about what you do really well. Think about some of those things that light you up. And that phrase, the things that light you up, is not a coincidence. Again, the way that Deborah Rosman says that we don't, I love, you know, we don't say I love you with all of my mind. That phrase, what lights us up, is founded in science. When we're in states of love, we emit these things called biophotons, which is the scientific measurement for light. So science literally says when we do more of what we love, when we be someone that we love, we actually emit light. Light is energy. <laughs> and I won't take it too far, but when photons hit atoms they create excited atoms and that atom gains infinitely more energy and then starts to impact the next atom next to it and it creates more excitement so when we allow love to come through as an expression of us we become light and when we interact with other human beings in that love in that service of love we spark the love and the light within them too. So this is an encouragement to you, my friends, to connect first within the things that you love to do, the things that you um, are passionate about, the things that you are willing to sacrifice for, the things that you are willing to give up your comfort zone, the things that you are willing to stand for. And Catherine Lavery, when she came on the show, she said, you know that you've got values. You know you've defined your values when they start to cost you something. And my good friend Layla, who's just joined, is going to know all about that. And sometimes it costs you your comfort zone. But what it costs you will infinitely gain you in that feeling of love in your spirit. And the body says that when we are in that state of love and we're emitting those biophotons, our minds become clearer. Our minds become more logical and rational. We become more like love in our nature 
which is kindness. It is compassionate. It is collaborative. This is human nature. When we remove the fear response, our natural state is kindness, collaboration. And that is what a leader who connects with their heart set facilitates within themselves and within teams. Healthier chemistry within the body, clearer, calmer, logical, rational minds, and a leadership that demonstrates more kindness and collaboration and purpose and a willingness to sacrifice for the group. So understand how you work at your best. There'll be times when they'll be under immense pressure and, and Damon West in his story of the coffee bean says that under intense pressure, under intense heat, the, the, the carrot will wilt, the egg will harden and the coffee bean will transform its environment from the inside out. Our job is to try and find environments that bring out the coffee bean within us to find those places and spaces that don't get the better of us that don't turn us bitter but get the best of us and that's what it means to be a coffee bean is to allow that stress and that pressure to get the best of us and that only happens when we know enough about ourselves how we perform at our best our instinct how we can love ourselves first so that we have all that we need so that we can be the gift so that we can serve rather than be served. Gabon Marte, he says that parenting as a technique does not work unless there is attachment. And I believe that parenting is the greatest form of leadership. So let's take what Gabor says and apply it to leadership. Um, leadership is a technique, one of these things that you might go and learn in your um, classrooms at work. Um, well, leadership as a technique is not going to work unless you've captured the hearts of your people. It's often said that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. If you want your leadership to be effective, you will understand that leadership is not a mindset. Leadership is a heart set. Tether your leadership to your heart set. Stand for something that you care about. Demonstrate your values. Serve the group and you will capture the hearts of your team, of your community, of your family, and this will enable you to influence them. In absence of that connection, in absence of them understanding and knowing that you truly care for them, your leadership will have limited influence. So capture the hearts of your team by leading with your heart set. Put yourself in situations with people who are going to bring out the best in you, that are going to encourage you to continue to strive to bring your heart set to the world, that are going to encourage you to do more of your heart work, to stand for something, no matter whatever that costs you. And in those days where you doubt yourself, these people are going to bring you up. They'll say, no, 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 no. You are capable the more than you realize, my friend, because so often we do great things in the world and the world says, hey, come on now, you're getting a little bit big for your boots. And tall poppy syndrome will just stop anything great within us being manifest within the world. Surround yourself with the likes of people that say when you say you can't do it, they're like, come on, the world needs you. The world needs you and your heart work, which leads nicely to tomorrow's session. Tomorrow's 
10, 15, 20 minutes, however long I speak from the heart is all about your heart work. And my friends, this isn't about, do you have heart work? Heart work is absolutely within you and its desire is to be made manifest through you. So come back tomorrow where I share part two of the heart week, which is all about heart work. I hope this has helped in some way. I hope this has inspired you to connect with your own heart set. If you would like any help, reach out. This isn't about me selling anything. I, I need nothing. This is my heart work to try and help you connect with something that is already there. And those around you will be better for it. Make a commitment to go on your self-discovery journey. Journey with people who shine that light. And I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Always love my friends.